Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Friday morning to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 9.07, seven minutes after 9 o'clock. This is the Von Hessler Doctrine. I'm obviously not Eric Von Hessler. Uh, called in sick again, second day in a row. But my sources tell me, including Dr. Boris and Jared Yamamoto, that he's okay. He's going to be fine. He should be here by Monday. Yeah, Pete Spriggs said, you know what? Rest up, take a long weekend, and come back strong on Monday. So um, I'm with you today till 11 a.m. Happy to fill in with the doctrinaires, Tim Andrews, a man of... A million voices. No, let's stick with a thousand. No, no, I'm pumping you up. All right, a million voices. Yeah. You get you get a pay grade upgrade when you go to a million voices. They're all in my head now. HR it, told you that. Or no, not. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Jared Yamamoto, <laughs> the handsomest producer in all of producery. And I got some uh, feedback on social media yesterday when I referred to your amazingly cute girlfriend as Hel- uh, Helen of Troy. Oh, yeah? What happened? Uh, apparently she liked it. And her friends liked it, and her mom liked it. Oh goodness! Yeah, no. Listen, I listen. That's that's all you. But uh, what did Helen have to say? Helen, Helen <laughs> blushed. Hashtag me too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. The voice you just heard right there is WSB Radio News Director Chris Camp. Um, do you I, know it was it me or was it Tim Andrews? No, that's. It. Can you do a Chris Camp? Depend on it. <laughs> <laughs> Judd Hickenbotham does a pretty good Chris Camp, but just he just says one line. What does he say? What, it's like when Chris calls the newsroom and he's not here, mm-hmm. and it's like you answer the the uh, phone in the newsroom is like uh, Radio News, Mark Aram, and he'll go, "Hey, it's Chris." <laughs> like th- that's the only Chris Camp imitation. Um, Chris Camp is the news director, which means he makes all the news decisions here at WSB Radio, twenty four seven news operation, the only twenty four hour radio news operation in Atlanta, um, the number one talk radio station in the country. A lot of that weight falls on Chris's shoulder. I wanted him to join us uh, here because obviously we, we have to talk about um, the, the allegations of what President Trump said yesterday, including the S-hole remark. Shoal? Uh, yeah, shoal remark. Um, and how different newsrooms handled it uh, across America. So, Jared, you did research on this. I know uh, CNN, um, <laughs> Wolf Blitzer, how, how did he refer to it? The 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 S a S blank blank hole word. Yeah, he referred to it as an S hole. Do we have that audio anywhere? We do. Yeah. So Jimmy Kimmel had a cut last night where he uh, he did a montage of how many times Wolf Blitzer played those clips. And you, you heard this on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, Alan, I'm going to play some audio here. This is Jimmy Kimmel last night on ABC. It really is unfathomable. It's you just can't believe that this is the guy running our country. The only silver lining, and this is a small silver lining, but the only silver lining is we got to hear Wolf Blitzer say this all day. Oh, what an asshole. It's unbelievable. So at at some point in CNN, they just said, you know what, we're going to start saying the word. And they said the whole word. NBC at one point on the nightly news with Lester Holt said it as well. I believe ABC and CBS on the nightly news did not say the word. Chris Camp, as as the... Uh, the, basically the, the main editor, the news director mm-hmm. of WSB yeah. Radio. What was the conversation in the newsroom last night during Atlanta's Evening News when this story broke on on how we would handle it here on WSB Radio? A uh, big discussion here was, is S-hole one word or two? <laughs> and what do we find out? It's one word, it right? One word. one word. Well, we decided not to go with it. Um, when it comes down to stuff like that, you have to step back and you have to look at context and discretion. Uh, when it comes to that, it was not. I mean, the Washington Post was the first to report it, and they had sources that that said that that comment was made, yeah. or that quote was made, and then CNN later uh, also confirmed it. I mean, we did not confirm it, um, 
But, uh, you know, context and discretion. I mean, you know, there are other ways to get around the word. Um, you know, it, it can be offensive. Um, but uh, we decided, you know, you can call it vulgar. You can use all sorts of words to, to, to describe it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew what the word was. It yeah. wasn't like you were hiding something or, you know, it was a shell game and, you know. Uh, trying to cover something. We, up. we know in radio there's a number of words that you just can't say. I mean, George Carlin had the list of them, right? Well, and, 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 to be honest, I don't even know. I don't even think the FCC actually has a list. I think everybody takes that Carlin routine and thinks that. Yeah. Uh, that do you want to hear it? Yeah. I know the whole thing. I'm that. sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, it, you, you know, you get to those words, and even the, some of those seven words that Carlin talked about get on the air. Sure, absolutely. Um, so. Number two, um, and are and are and are used. I mean, in in everyday language. I mean, Bortz has been using a couple of those yeah, for years. Absolutely, absolutely. So. We're talking to WSB Radio News Director Chris Camp. Uh, the difference here, though, Chris, I would imagine is you know this isn't a caller that we can dump. We're on a seven second delay mm-hmm. during the talk show, so if someone curses uh, at Von Hessler or me or Erickson or or Herman, God forbid, we can dump that. But the, mm-hmm. but these were alleged quotes from the President of the United States. Does that factor into the decision? It does. Fa- it does. That comes into the into the equation as well because it's attributed to the President. However, we don't have the actual recording of him saying that. It's, yeah. it's based on what you know some media um, outlets have been able to source and have been able to confirm. Uh, but it's not like we have the President himself saying it. So and then the the other thing that, you know, doesn't really pop up a lot, but I have to assume this is the case is CNN could use that word all day long because they're cable and they're not going over the exactly. airwaves. Yeah, you are exactly right. And I was curious as to whether the over the air TVs would networks would use it last night. NBC, as you NBC mentioned, did, uh, yeah. on, on Nightly News did. Um Major Garrett on CBS did not, and mm-hmm. he also qualified his report saying that CBS was not going to use the word. So NBC, um, if somebody filed a, a complaint, could be in trouble. But I don't. Well, think, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. But I don't know. Uh, if somebody could raise an issue, but I don't know. Is there is an FCC regulation a banned that, word that has specific words necessarily? Right. I, mean, I know the F word is if you use it in the the way that is a sexual term. Yeah, that uh, apparently is still. A quote banned word. Now, if you'll ever watch, I don't know if you ever watch Anthony Bourdain show on CNN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, great show. It is a good great show. show. They curse like sailors yeah. on that show, mm-hmm. and I guess it's it's the cableness of the, of right. the program that allows them to to get away with that. Um, so you, you you pull Chris uh, Chandler aside then again yesterday afternoon. Well, yeah, we cer- we cer- we certainly talked about it, um, and, and, and it was what up for discussion. With? And we just ended up. Uh, Chris danced around it uh, nicely at yeah. six last night. Uh, we we have used asshole. Uh, we've used vulgar. Um, you know, more descriptive. Yeah. You know, uh, adjectives really than than the word itself. Now, if we had the actual audio, and again, there's there's no no reports that anyone has audio of the president no. saying this or anything like that. And we we had that because I mean, radio is all about audio. That's mm-hmm. that's what you hear throughout the day here. As the news director, would you choose to play that audio with a bleep? If How we, would you if, work it? If we had that cut and yeah. that specific cut. Uh, that's a good question. We might bleep it. Yeah. Um, because, again, you would know the context and you know what the word is. But as I say, it's all in context and it's all in discretion. Discretion is a big deal. I mean, um, what you might hear on this radio station is different than you might hear on another radio station. I have always thought that WSB as a radio station, Heritage Radio Station, mm-hmm. is held to a higher uh, plane than other radio stations. Sure. Um, because of its no heritage. offense, B ninety eight, B ninety eight. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, but, <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's 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 because of the nature of the radio sure. station and uh, and and the heritage of the radio station and you know especially uh, the, the in the newscast. I, I think yeah, yeah. Um, you know the Mark Aram show is certainly not a heritage part of the WSB tradition, but fastly, I, fastly becoming. Yes, one. we're we're trying to get there, but yeah. the, but the news. You think about the news history here of WSB yeah. bringing uh, word of World War II mm-hmm. and and just the great news tradition here that carries on to this day. You're you're held up to a different standard than exactly. me and Von Hessler exactly. and, and Erickson. Yes, um, you've been in radio for how long now, Chris? Uh, you've been my boss for 21 years, and I've been here <laughs> years. <laughs> have you ever have you ever uh, said a bad word on the air? Wow, not that you know. I shouldn't jinx myself because you know <laughs> the new news could come up today, and then I'm out. Yeah, um, but no, not you know. Despite the fact you know you know you always have to. 
consider a mic live. Sure, absolutely. Um, I don't believe so. That's good. Uh, hopefully we didn't so. jinx you. Tim yeah. Andrews, you're a long time. Have you ever said a bad word that got on the air? No, and I'm the most foul mouthed person you I know. <laughs> but when you step into a studio, and I've always had this, when you step into a studio and you turn the microphone on, you have to be aware of where you are. And I really do a good job of that, believe it or not. Yeah. The, I, thing, the thing about Tim is, though, if he does say a bad word on the air, he can attribute to somebody else. Yeah, yeah that was the president. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Jared, you're, you're a millennial. You're kind of new, but you've been around here for at least five years now, right? I have been, yeah. Uh, working on the Herman Cain show and now the Eric Von Hessler. Have you ever said a bad word on the air? I have not. No, I have not done not said one yet, but again, my radio career uh, compared to you guys, I'm a radio baby still. Yeah, uh, so a there's a so there's a lot of t- a lot of time for me to pot- potentially mess up, but I hope that I never do. I've said I've said a couple of bad words during my my uh, evening talk show, which you can hear seven to nine here on WSB. But again, there's the seven second delay. Mm-hmm. The one time I said a bad word on the air that wasn't in delay. This was probably 2004 ish. Um, it was dur- it was when Neil Bortz took over 8.30. So mm-hmm. Atlanta's morning used to end at 8.30, and then Bortz would take over 8.30 till noon. And we would still do traffic every six minutes in the 8.30 block. And um, Captain Herb threw it to me on 75 mm-hmm. in Cobb County. So I did the delays, you know, outside the perimeter. 75 South slows Wade Green to trouble off to the side at Delk Road, inside the perimeter, blah, blah, blah. And um, I, what I wanted to say uh, for 75 inside the perimeter for all you folks stuck on 75 inside 285, yeah. but folks didn't come out folks. No. It came out the bad word, the queen mother of all dirty words, the F dash dash word, and there, and it was live, and I just kept going. I'm like, I mean, I knew I said it, but I'm like, if I stop, mm-hmm. and it draws more attention, it draws to, more it. attention yeah. to it. So I just said, all you folks stuck on 75, any about and we throw back to Bortz, and Bortz can't contain himself because he heard it. Everyone heard it, but to his credit, he didn't call me out. And mm-hmm. apparently, Chris, in, in order for the FCC to come down on you, you have to – there has to be complaints. Oh, well, complaints, and, and obviously, you know, if you flub a word, you know, it's – you know, uh, you can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, well, but thankfully no one complained. Yeah, and yeah. uh not Thank, on purpose. Thankfully, that was pre-social media days because that could have been the uh, the end of my career. All you folks, it would it would have made Jay Black's year end uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for year sure. I would have put it. that on the blooper reel. Uh, so, ooh, that's such a good Jay Black. Um, all right, finishing up with Chris Camp, news director. Hopefully, there's no more foul language that we need to broadcast on Keep WSB Radio. Keep it but clean. but your your word to the listener is: this is a heritage station. Yes. Remember context. Remember discretion. And as I say, I, you know, um, WSB is held to a higher standard than, Indeed. than a lot of other media outlets. Especially during 9 to 11, during the Eric Von Hessler show. We'll recap what was allegedly said by the president today. He's responded via Twitter. We've got an update and maybe some clarification on what was said yesterday by the president. Hang tight. Mark Aram in for Eric Von Hessler. Now, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 925, 56 degrees on Peachtree Street. Kirk Mellish says cold weather is a coming, though. I didn't bring a jacket this morning. I saw that you did, though. Oh, yeah, I wore my winter coat. You must have been a Boy Scout. I was. Jared wearing his Falcons windbreaker. Absolutely. Pretty confident about tomorrow, right? The Falcons are going to run up on the Eagles. Listen, as an Atlanta fan, uh, no game is safe. (laughs) No lead is safe. Uh, I'm hoping that we can beat the Eagles, uh, but the weather looks crazy up there, too, so we'll see what happens. All right. uh, Crazy is the story that broke yesterday during Atlanta's Evening News with Eric Erickson. We're going to hear from in just a couple of minutes. Uh, the pre- as you all have heard now, the president allegedly said um, he called countries bl- blank holes. I don't even know what to say. Let's now. just say shoals. Shoals. Yes. <laughs> he called them flat shoals. He called them flat shoals parkway. <laughs> Some of them have mountains. Um, and, and this has drawn a lot of ire. He was talking about Haiti, yeah. Nigeria, and I think the third was El Salvador. That's or right. Other African countries. Um, and and. You know, people. It, it was an. It listen. Anything that the president does, it does. It becomes a news story. It, it really is. This wasn't on Twitter, however. This was in a meeting talking about the uh, immigration plan and deal that might be in the case. Um, and it was a bipartisan meeting. And obviously, you have Democrats in there. Um, it's going to get out that he used uh, the, these vulgarities referring to these countries. And of course, everything explodes after that. Um, the, the, here's my take on it. If you are anti-Trump, this is a monstrously big story. 
You know, this is a story where the, the president has shown his true colors. He's racist. He's bigoted, blah, blah, blah. If you are pro-Trump, this is nothing. This is uh, no big deal at all. It's, it's, you know, just how guys talk and there's nothing racist about it. He's just trying to keep our company safe. I realized and I recognize as a talk show host this deep into the Trump administration, nothing is going to change anyone's mind on either side. The president was correct. He could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. He's not losing any support. He's not going to do that. But but Trump uh, loyalists are loyal to the bone. I mean, it, this is nothing to them. And people that hate Trump will try to nitpick anything. I mean, if, if he's wearing the wrong colored shoes, if his shoes and his bat, uh, belt don't match, people are going to come after him like, look at that. Look at that hick wearing black shoes and a brown belt. And then there's that person in the middle who sees it for what it really is. It's just overreaction on both sides. And can we please just get some stuff done for the country? There, there has been... The president has come back on Twitter today to, oh to clarify the reports that broke yesterday and really caught fire on social media. And we'll, we'll dig into those. We're going to hear from President Trump reading his own tweets from this morning when we come back. Eric Erickson, the host of Atlanta's Evening News and The Resurgent, will join us because this all happened during his show last night. And Eric was very vocal about what happened on Twitter last night after this, so much to the fact that he was trending on Twitter in Washington, D.C., which is not easy to do unless you're Kirk Cousins. Um, we'll come back. We'll discuss that. We'll take some calls as well. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. And for Eric Von Hessler till 11 a.m., this is News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 937-23 in front of 10. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 11 in the AM today. Filling in for the sick Eric Von Hessler. Uh, sources close to EVH tell me it's just a minor cold. He'll be back on Monday for the King Holiday. Uh Pete Spriggs, the program director, just told him to uh, rest up and take a four-day weekend. So I'm with you till 11, enjoying my time here during the daylight hours on the microphone. You can hear me uh, in the dark, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday on WSB. We're discussing what boiled up last night during Atlanta's evening news, reports that President Trump uh, said some bad language, some bad things about some countries in a bipartisan meeting talking about the immigration plan, um, blank hole, uh, referring to uh, African countries, Twitter went nuts. Uh, the major news networks all carried it. We heard it here live on WSB and this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. But again, this broke during the evening news show uh, with Eric Erickson. Mr. Erickson, the conservative Viking, now joins us live. Eric, thanks for uh, taking some time out of your morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm glad to hear about EVH. I heard it was Ebola, so this is, <laughs> this is good. It went from gangrene to Ebola. Oh, just the sniffles. I wonder what kind fine. of country he went to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one of those blank hole countries. So yes, the, the, the poop holes. Uh, by the way, the, the African Union has just released a statement in the last uh, five minutes. Um, let me read this to you. Uh, frankly, we are alarmed at the statement attributed to President Trump to refer to migrants and countries from Africa in such terms. And given that so many Africans arrived in the United States as slaves, it is surprising from the leader of the United States to speak like this. America has been a beacon of hope globally for many migrants. It is frankly upsetting. Our relationship with the United States goes beyond the statement of one man, however, though he's the highest office bearer in that land. That's from the African Union. Yes. I didn't know there was such a thing. Yep, it, it's basically, it, it's um, the UN for all of the African countries. Interesting. All right, Eric uh, Erickson joining us from Atlanta's Evening News. Uh, this popped during the Evening News last night, um, and, and things have kind of developed this morning. Get us caught up to date, Eric, on where we stand, what the president has said about this, and, and what we might actually know now. Yeah, you know, it, it is an interesting narrative shift from the White House. Overnight, uh, the, the news broke yesterday at 4.34. Uh, it, it was obviously going to be the lead story in all the major news networks by 6 o'clock, and it was. The White House did not deny it. Instead, what they said was that uh, the president was stating the fact that there are some countries that uh, are less than desirable to live in, and um, they, he may have used an explicit term in a private meeting, but there can be no denying that there are some countries not worth living in uh, and people needed to stop being so super sensitive about his language choice. Uh, this morning on Fox and Friends, they did a segment that the president uh, clearly made a mistake and needed to walk this back. 34 minutes later, the president tweeted out that he never actually did say that. And uh, the sources uh, in, inside the West Wing yesterday um, after the denial, 
uh, allegedly there were a couple of them that were, that were okay with it, thinking that this is going to fire up the base, much like uh, the president's take on the kneeling during the anthem. Uh, the fact that um, you know the president was say was just speaking his mind, and his base really likes that. Your immediate reaction on Twitter: Did the base like the, the what he allegedly said about these countries? Uh, very divided. Um, many of those uh, evangelicals who support the president were the ones most likely to criticize him, given the number of missionaries they send to these countries. Uh, a lot of Southern Baptist churches in the nation actually have missions in Haiti after the earthquake there. Uh, the other big thing is just what he. He was responding to the the fact that <clears throat> I, I think the president no one can dispute that there are there are bad countries, uh, third world kleptocracies in this in this planet who uh, no one would want to live there and people are trying to flee from there. The, the problem is, I think <clears throat> the president misunderstands the nature of the problem. I would rather have the African immigrant come into the country than the Norwegian immigrant because the Norwegian immigrant already thinks their country is awesome and they're just coming here for our job as opposed to the African immigrant who's desperate to leave and become an American to improve their lot in life. And uh, the, the it seems the general consensus of among a lot of the president's evangelical supporters was that uh, there was, however, this alt-right strain that continues to support the president that is out there defending him saying, yes, these countries are garbage and we shouldn't want their people here. Mark Aram talking to uh, Eric Erickson on the Eric Von Hessler show. Um, the president um, not only said, uh, allegedly said the things about the African nations and Haiti, but then, as you mentioned, couch it with, I'd rather have more people from Norway, <laughs> which to a lot of folks um, really brought out the literally black and white of the situation. Right. Um, if, if he doesn't bring Norway into the equation, do you think race becomes as big an issue with this? Y yes, to a degree, because if you go back just a month, the president was lamenting the fact that um, Haiti was a garbage pile and uh, people in Africa live in huts. And so you've got this compounded narrative over time about these statements. Now, I got to tell you, and I, I, I'm not going to argue with people on this, but I don't think the president uh, was making a racist point, though I acknowledge it sounds very racist. I, I think he was coming from a different angle. And that angle is the president has a lifelong, well-documented history of disdain for bigotry towards poor people. Um, it, it is well documented. Uh, people close to the president have admitted it. His his chief mentor in life growing up was Norman Vincent Peale, who performed his first wedding, who wrote the famous book, uh, The Power of Positive Thinking. And, and it's probably the only book the president has ever admitted reading. And the presuppositions of the book are that if you are poor, it's because you made bad decisions in life. And if your country is poor, then the people of the country have made bad decisions. The president really does believe this. And he so he looks at these poor countries in Africa and Central America and thinks these people, it's their fault. They made bad decisions. We don't want them here. Uh, he probably would have felt the same way about Norway as in, with Japanese immigrants or Singaporean immigrants, all of whom he's on the record praising in the past as highly successful, wealthy people. Uh, so, yeah, there are a lot of people who heard it as racism. I'm not going to try to disabuse them of the notion, but I, I really think there was an economic uh, bigotry involved here instead of a, a racial issue. These alleged comments from the president came out of a bipartisan meeting talking about immigration reform. Eric, has anyone uh, stepped up and said that they were the the source of the leak? Has, has As a matter of fact, while we're sitting here talking, Dick Durbin's office is coming out and saying people from his office provided the leak. It appears Lindsey Graham confirmed the statements as well, but Dick Durbin wow. coming out after the president's denial saying he didn't say it, saying not only did you say it, you said far worse things, and Lindsey Graham had to speak up and, and swatch you away. Wow. So do you think uh, we'll hear more uh, details from, from the Durban or Graham camps about exactly what was said there? And, I, and yeah, I think we will. And do you think that might go up against what the president tweeted earlier this morning? I, I would suspect so. I, when you've got Dick Durbin dragging Lindsey Graham into this, uh, Lindsey Graham has worked very hard to become a friend of the president's after being a very strong critic of his. I don't think Durbin, there is a level of, of collegiality in the Senate. I don't think he would have dragged Lindsey Graham into this fight without Lindsey Graham tacitly saying, go for it. Wow. And, and Lindsey Graham, I mean, that we could do a whole show on what, what he's been doing in the, in the last <laughs> six weeks. Yes. But, but I, so this all stemmed from a meeting about immigration reform. Let, let's get to the news part of this story. Where do we stand with immigration reform now? 
There is no deal, and this, by and large, helped scuttle it yesterday. Um, the So Lindsey Graham and Dick Durbin went to the White House thinking they were having a private meeting with the president to discuss immigration. They got there and were shocked to find Tom Cotton was there and a couple other people who were immigration hardliners in the meeting. They were never told were invited. They thought they had a plan, the Gang of Six plan, to allow DACA recipients to stay here, eventually get citizenship, and allow their parents to stay without ever getting citizenship. Uh, the president says, no way, no how and I want a physical wall, which is not what his administration was signaling yesterday morning on TV, where they were saying they were okay with not a physical wall as long as there was increased surveillance and border security. So nobody seems to know what the president wants on this. They're, they're trying to uh, move blindly around. All we know is that there are six members of the Senate who have structured a plan and no one else has come up with anything yet. You have more connections in D.C. than I have odd socks what are your folks saying and what do you think okay so I, I gotta tell happen? you yes I, I was talking last night to a, a very senior member of the House of Representatives who was calling to just check in he had been on the road and a very pro-trump and and the president led on tax reform the president did this and the president's going to come up with something on immigration and he wants his wallet da, 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 da. but he had been traveling all evening and had not heard what the president said and so oh, when no. I told him what the president said he was like, oh what a bleeping idiot Wow so you got a call from a senior uh, yeah, congressman. This is a committee chairman in the House of Representatives who, who is close to the president and loves the president, but yes, referred to him last night as a blankety-blank idiot. Um, so, or he, that he can be, and, yeah. and I said is, not can be. Um, so you, you listen, they want a deal. The president desperately wants a wall, but the White House is starting to move the, the goalposts on this from wall to we're going to have an electronic wall, and that may burn some bridges with the base. The big issue here is they understand that there are going to be some very angry supporters if they allow the Dreamers to stay, uh, but there's a bipartisan consensus to allow the Dreamers to stay. So how they thread this needle is going to be interesting to Watch. The way I'm reading it, just as a layman, uh, the Democrats really want this this DACA extended, and and pretty much will negotiate with the wall on the uh, with the president. Um, do you see daylight there, where where we can get a wall and get DACA through? I, I don't know that we can get a physical wall, and in fact, uh, most uh, people who have studied the issue and the governors of Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and California say that we don't need a physical wall in all areas. In fact, if we have a physical wall, it'll impact American farmers. Um, they say we need increased border security, we need increased agents, we need better surveillance, we need better electronic, uh, and in some areas we do need fencing, and in some areas we do need a physical wall. I think that's where they're headed. Rick Perry has long advocated for this, and he's involved in these talks as the, the Secretary of Energy. Uh, what I do think we're going to see is that ultimately a bipartisan consensus to allow the dreamers to stay in the country. Uh, they may kick the can on citizenship there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know that they will ultimately deal with the DACA recipients' parents in the same bill. Um, both parties would love to kick the can down the road. Democrats really want to make this an election issue next year, so they would like to keep it on the table. Two things before I let you go, Eric. One, do not get sick between now and 5 p.m. because there's no way I can fill in for you today. I, I will do my best. I, I may let my kids handle the Show. And number two, will I see you tomorrow at uh, the baby shower for Low T Chuck? I, no one even told me about it. What? Yeah, nobody even told me. Foot in mouth, Aram. Uh, no, it got it got canceled. I'm kidding. It was there's there's no such thing. Yeah, I, I I can't get. I guess somebody mentioned to me the other day if, if I could get up to Atlanta this weekend. No, I can't anyway. So. All right, I'll I'll send uh, your regards and I'll give uh, hot neighbor a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, please do. All she right. needs it. Eric Erickson tonight, five to seven. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Thanks, as always, conservative Viking. You are welcome. All right, buddy. We'll come back. Uh, Donald Trump tweets this morning. We'll hear uh, what those sound like orally. Then we'll take some calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In for Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Welcome back to the show, 954. Mark Aaron with you till 11. In for Eric Von Hessler. On the mend, minor cold, not the flu, not gangrene, not Ebola. He'll be all right, Jared, right? Monday morning. Fingers crossed. Nine. We should be here Monday morning. Yeah, he's working on a holiday, so he, he'll, he's definitely, he wants that holiday pay. That's you get right. holiday pay? No. I do get holiday pay. He Jared, does, do we don't. It? No. Really? Nope. 
That sounds like fake news. No, it's true news. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm representing you in your next, uh, next contract negotiation. I need an agent. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Nick joins us in Ackworth. Nick, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm doing well today. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I just, you know, got a couple points on this. I don't think any of this hullabaloo is because the president said a bad word. Uh, presidents have been known to say bad words. Trump said a few, even on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. And we've recorded several senators and congressmen saying bad words to each other uh, on the Senate floor or Congress floor. And, you know, I think we all remember when Joe Biden leaned in to President Obama and said the F word when they had the press conference on the Affordable Care Act. He said, this is a big blanking deal. Who's, who's the famous person? There's a quote, I don't trust anyone that doesn't drink or cuss. There's, there's some quote. Mark Twain? Chuck, maybe. It might be Mike Twain. Yeah, Sounds I, like a Twain. I think everyone I know uh, definitely uh, says some bad words, even, even Jay Black and Doug Turnbull on occasion. Yes, but as an executive, and that's what Trump really is, more than a politician, you know, it's common for you to challenge your people in a meeting of why we are doing certain things, and so he's basically saying, why are we giving people from these poor company, uh, countries that cannot really contribute when they come here preference? But see, that, see, I think that's where it's wrong because statistically, um, Africans that immigrate to the United States are actually wildly successful. When Absolutely, they come here. yeah, and patriotic. And yeah, they, that's the thing. You know, these blank hole countries. If people get out of there, you know, they're really excited to be in the United States of yeah, America. the land of opportunity. And they work their ass up. You had an interesting theory um, when we were talking about during the break about what happened in the meeting, the DACA meeting, where this all broke out. What's your theory, Jim? Yeah, I, like I, I think it's funny that the, the Democrats all think that this is, uh, you know, racism and uh, a problem with Trump. But in reality, the Republicans are complaining that they're not getting the terms that they want. So what better way to scuttle a potential DACA immigration reform deal than to let this become the lead story, and people are talking about this asshole reference. He did say, "I'll take the heat." So yeah. he's so he's taking the heat. The heat so you think, you think the president uh, purposely put that meeting on the rails and changed the narrative of the immigration? Because we know we're not really talking about the immigration deal anymore. We're talking about what he said about uh, African countries and, and exactly. Haiti. And like a rabid dog, uh, the media chased after it, and and now this is the lead story, and we're talking about it now. So that's that's my theory behind I'm, it. I'm raising my hand. I chased after the story for sure. Jeremy's in Duluth. Jeremy, real quick, what do you have, buddy? I was just wondering, whatever happened when he was running, he talked about, keep your money, I don't need your money, I'll build the wall. Whatever happened to that? Ooh, find that cut, Jared. I do believe he did say that. The the Ann Coulters of the world, not happy with the president right now. Not at all. Because they want that wall. They don't want a virtual wall. They don't want a mime box. You know the mimes that pretend they're in the box? They don't want that kind of wall. They want a brick-and-mortar, Allen Hunt-sized wall <laughs> along the Rio Grande. When we come back... Political analyst Bill Crane will join us. We're going to hear what uh, the president's tweet sounded like this morning as he fired back and tried to push back on what was allegedly said during that meeting yesterday. And your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is the Eric Von Hessler Doctrine on WSB. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday morn to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10 08, 8 after 10. This is the Von Hessler Doctrine with guest host Mark Aram here on WSB at your beck and call till 11. EVH under the weather. He'll be back Monday for the King Holiday. Joining me in studio, a couple of the doctrinaires. Why don't I get the, the cute doctrinaire? Oh, Autumn, well, she's you having... Nick? 
Yeah, English <laughs> Nick. Yeah, where's where's Nick and Autumn? Uh, Nick is over on uh, our sister station, ninety-seven one, the River, yeah. currently, and then Autumn is uh, uh, her husband is at a conference, so the babysitting plans have been rearranged uh, all around. English Nick's on the river building a wall of rock blocks to keep out bad songs from the s hole country. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> and and Autumn me tooed me is basically what uh, would uh, happen. It, it, that's right. exactly what happened. Yamamoto, the handsome one. Tim Andrews, the man of a million voices, with you and uh, handsome. And handsome, very handsome. Rugged, ruggedly handsome. Sure. J- Jared is uh, fuzzily handsome. You're ruggedly handsome. And I'm just a chubby Jewish guy. Um, I want to lighten things up a bit this hour because we, we went heavy into the, the politics of what happened yesterday. Um, and here's how I want to do this. Um, is there a word that you guys lean on? We, we mentioned that we can't swear on the air and we try not to cuss in front of ladies and kill and children. Is there a word that you lean on that replaces a curse word? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you in, instead of saying um, the f word, I will often say fudge sickle. You know, if I'm yeah. in, if I'm in mixed company, I go oh fudge sickle. My dad made up his own word. He called if he didn't like someone, he'd call him a schmezball. Schmezball. Schmezball, which is a totally made up. It's not a real Yiddish word. It sounds Yiddish. But it's not. My dad made up a lot of Yiddish-sounding words. Like, if, if I didn't cut the lawn, he'd be like, Schmezball, are you going to cut the grass or what? You know, that was his fake bad word. Um, I want to know, the folks out there, what do you use if you try not to swear in front of, of, of your kids or your grandkids or your coworkers? Are there words you use instead of the bad words? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. My grandma, the great Muriel Andrews, used to say sugar, but it was always <laughs> after she had said the real word yes. two or three times. Sugar. Sugar. I like that. Yamamoto, you have you, have, you don't cuss anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It, it just depends. I mean, if I'm angry, I'll cuss, but I mean, I, I guess I, I fall back on jerk. I use jerk a lot. <laughs> the <laughs> jerk is, store called. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. running out of you. Yeah. So All right. <laughs> So there you go. So fake curse words or alternate curse words, I guess, is what I'm looking for. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Or you can tweet him at me, at Mark Aram. Speaking of Twitter, so we know what the president allegedly said last night in that uh, bipartisan meeting about immigration reform. The blank hole word was allegedly said. Um, his, his surrogates came out last night and defended him, didn't deny it. But the president this morning takes to Twitter and has a different story to tell. Uh, the, the Trump tweets read today by uh, the talented and handsome Tim Andrews. Chronologically, Tim, what did, the, what did the president have to say on Twitter today? All right, let's start off with the first one from a long time ago, which was three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> the so-called bipartisan DACA deal presented yesterday to myself and a group of Republican senators and congressmen was a big step backwards. Wall was not properly funded. Chain and lottery were made worse, and USA would be forced to take large numbers of people from high-crime countries, which are doing very badly. I want a merit-based system of immigration and people who will help take our country to the next level. I want safety and security for our people. I want to stop the massive inflow of drugs. I want to fund our military, not do a damn defund. Moving on. Let's let's recap what we heard. Okay, you want to recap that one? All right. right. Um, So he he was focused on the reason for the meeting. He didn't really push back on the blank hole word. He was he was really giving you the the nuts and bolts of what happened in the meeting. Telling you why we were there before everything went to hell. (laughs) Okay, so that was basically that. Those are the that was compressed into two tweets or three tweets. That was one. That was one tweet. (laughs) Yeah, and then the next one is because of the Democrats not being interested in life and safety, DACA has now taken a big step backwards. The Dems will threaten shutdown, but what they're really doing is shutting down our military at a time we need it most. Get smart. Make America great. Again. Wow. All caps with an exclamation point. Absolutely. That's, you know what? Uh, the, the president's Twitter feed just delights me to no end. But what bugs me is the random capitalization of words. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like a stickler, a grammar. Stickler. Are you a grammar Nazi? Yeah, not. A, I wouldn't say Nazi. I'd say Austrian. I'm a grammar Austrian. Okay. Um, but the I, I love the tweets, but the random capitalization, I I don't understand that. He'll capitalize the weirdest words. And it Kofefi. Just, yeah, exactly. Why Why are you capitalizing Kofefi? <laughs> All right, the... Uh, and then the next one now, Next Mark. one continues. Too. All right, now he starts addressing the, uh, the controversy. 
The language used by me at the DACA meeting was tough. But this was not the language used. What was really tough was the outlandish proposal made. A big setback for DACA. So that's where he's saying um, the language used by me was tough, but not the language used. So he is saying that all the facts uh, aren't correct about the blank hole word being used or how it was used. And we're getting clarification from other people inside the meeting today saying that he didn't consider, um, he didn't call Haiti necessarily a blank Love hole Haiti. country, just the African countries. But he did say that Haiti needs to be uh, yanked out of, of the the deal or whatever. And the Haitian government has since put out a statement in the last 10 minutes saying that these uh, insulting and reprehensible statements in no way reflect the virtues of wisdom, restraint, and discernment that must be cultivated by any political authority. So they are not happy in Haiti. Yeah, yeah, with whatever. What Blow it out. <laughs> Trump continues on Twitter. Sadly, Democrats want to stop paying our troops and government workers in order to give a sweetheart deal. Not a fair deal for DACA. Take care of our military and our country first. And then finally, one more. This okay. is the doozy. Never said anything derogatory about Haitians other than Haiti is, obviously, a very poor and troubled country. Never said take them out, made up by Dems. I have a wonderful relationship with Haitians. They really do a great job cleaning my toilets at work. He did not say. <laughs> Probably should record future meetings. Unfortunately, no trust. So he didn't record it. He said he didn't record this meeting. Right. Um, see, if he televises all the meetings like he did the other day, this wouldn't be a controversy. We know exactly. We, you mentioned the Haitian government has released a statement. That's right. Nancy Pelosi just released some audio about her thoughts of the whole thing about Haiti. All oppressed people be allowed refuge in America. Amber will take the composition. Cher will be pro. Cher, two minutes. So, okay. Like right now, for example, the Haitians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? But it's like, when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? I said RSVP because it was a sit-down dinner. But people came that, like, did not RSVP. So I was, like, totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, redistribute the food, squish in extra place settings. But by the end of the day, it was like, the more, the merrier. And so, if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Nancy Pelosi, uh, senior senator from California, with uh, <laughs> replied on the Hadians. That, of course, from Clueless. You, you're too young to have seen Clueless. I haven't here. seen it, but I like the clip. The clip was great. See, That's that why you're not good at Millennial movie. Match Game, because you ha you don't have the knowledge. Clueless. Listen, I am 1-0 and o on Millennial Match Game. <laughs> Thank you very I much. I want to play that. Can uh, I play that? You could, be, though... you could be a contestant, but not a millennial. I want to be a contestant. Yes. All right. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, words that you use as fallback curse words. Uh, Renee joins us in Canton. Renee, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Good morning. It's good to have you on in the AM. It's weird for me. I'm usually sleeping right now, but it's an honor. I know. I hope I'll listen to you tonight on the way home. Please do so. All right. What's what's your go-to fake curse word, Renee? Okay. Sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> do you say all of them? <laughs> well, you say sugar, honey, iced tea. Now create an acronym. Yeah, I know what I know what the acronym is, but do you want like if if you're in front of a little kid and you want to say the bad word, do you go sugar, honey, iced tea? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's a lot to remember. I have one more if you want, unless you want me to hold out and pay somebody else. No, no, go ahead. Fire away. H-E double hockey stick. Hey, I've heard of that. Again, too much for me to say. It's got to be quick and to the point. H -E Swear words are supposed to be quick, staccato, boom, get them yeah, out of your system. Exactly. Really cut them where it goes deep or something like that. Aaron's in Atlanta. Aaron, what's your go-to fake curse word? So I also have two. Whenever I'm in front of my kids, and they do something just ridiculous. I say, God bless America. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, and the other one I learned from my niece is shiitake mushroom. Shiitake mushroom. <laughs> that could use, I could use that one. See, that's a quick that's one right a good, there. like kindergartner version. And it's like you, you get half the word out. It's like shiitake mushroom, Tim Andrews. Uh, those are the best ones. Yeah. I like God bless America, though, because it's not only um, very patriotic, uh, you can scream it loud and no one will get and mad. Scream and like hit things too. Yeah, I mean you have to be careful if you scream shiitake mushroom in the wrong place. 
You're Benny Hanna's. They're like, oh, the guy ordered the mushrooms. <laughs> Where are the mushrooms? <laughs> Better bring them to him. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Alternate curse words in honor of the blank hole comment yesterday. Joe's and Grayson. Joe, welcome to the show. How you doing? What's going on, brother? Just getting home. I uh, got one that uh, my father passed on to me, and evidently my grandchild used it at Walton County School recently to call out a teacher. Bulldinky. <laughs> Bulldinky? <laughs> that's like pulling the flag. That That's, uh, I don't know if I could say Bulldinky. I couldn't either. It's a little crass. Bullshnikes, I've heard. Schnikes? Yeah. How about horse hockey? Horse hockey's good. Colonel Potter made that's that right, infamous yeah. in the mat. You, know, you ever heard of MASH, Jared? Uh, I've seen MASH. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Colonel Potter? Oh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Who's Radar? Uh, I don't know. Let's call him Radar. Yes. Radar Yamamoto. I like it. You just got a nickname. We'll come back. Uh, more fake curse words that you use instead of the bad ones. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter if you want to tweet at me, at Mark Aram. WSB political analyst Bill Crane joins us next. In for Eric Von Hessler with the Doctrinaires on WSB. Your favorite non-curse word, curse word at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Fudge Sickle joining us on the hotline. Bill Crane, WSB political analyst, who I've never heard you curse, Bill, in all the years we've worked together. You're a non-cursing dude. I try not to use profanity <laughs> unless it's necessary. And Mark, in your company so far, it hasn't been necessary. Uh, well, good. I hopefully keep it up. Um, obviously, a developing story, fluid story from yesterday. The blank hole remarks inside the meeting. The president kind of pushing back today. At the end of the day, politically, does this move the needle either way on either side of the aisle? Well, it doesn't help the negotiations that are underway. But I think it's a two or three day story. I don't think anybody's surprised that this president, with his colorful language um, in in the middle of a meeting that he thought was basically off the record and private with Senate and House negotiators, that he used an expletive that is offensive and that obviously would cause people in those countries being referenced great offense. But in the end, I think he's trying to demonstrate he's a tough negotiator and he'll go balls to the wall to get what he wants. In this case, the wall. Um, <laughs> but it was an unfortunate terminology. It's it's not helpful to the negotiations, but you, you tend to do what worked for you before. And in the real estate world in New York City, where Donald Trump made his fortune, playing tough, using hardball language in union and other negotiations is part of the territory. And I think he believes, ultimately, that causes people to fall in line and makes him that great deal maker that he often speaks of. It seems to me the left is really latching onto the race angle of this, the 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 aspersion against Haitians and African countries. Um, I know you said this might be a two- or three-day story, but but does does the left just hold on tighter to that part of this story? I think it will be used during the 2018 election cycle to, to fire up the Democratic voting base. And as we saw in the state of Alabama, where African-American vote was pushed upwards of 20 percent, uh, 25% in some of the more urban areas like Birmingham, where uh, Roy Moore, the Republican nominee, just got clobbered. I think he got 22% of the vote versus 78% by the Democratic nominee. It matters. I don't think with Donald Trump's base, it'll matter a whit. And again, in the long haul, I don't think many people are surprised to know this president uses foul language. I mean, Jack Kennedy and even George Bush, uh, George Bush too had occasion to use colorful language a couple of times caught on microphone. Same thing happened with President Barack Obama, but not in this context and not being aimed at a people or a nation. And that's, I think, why so many people were upset is it was a pejorative aimed at several countries, many of whom are actually also allies of the United States, even if their people, when they come here, may have some economic challenges. Haiti is an ally of the United States. Most of the continents, mo most of the countries on the uh, continent of Africa are allies of the United States. So that's part of what's upsetting as well. God bless America. Bill Crane on the uh, Von Hessler Doctrine. Bill, have a great weekend. Fudge Sickle, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, Mark. I once heard Clark Howard swear. What did he say? I'll tell you that after the news, weather, and traffic. Mark Airman for Von Hessler on the Doctrine. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking. No sleep till! Welcome back to the show. 10-37, 23 in front of 11. 
Mark Aram at your beck and call till 11 a.m. Filling in for the ailing Eric Von Hessler. Fear not, Doctrinaire fans. He'll be back Monday for the King Holiday. Um, everybody on board, Tim Andrews. Radar O'Reilly Yamamoto. <laughs> and I forgot to mention, Ashley Frasca has been screening the calls um, before the Herman Cain show. Always nice to have Frasca in here. Off the air, tell her about the last time she screened for me and what the topic was. Alan Hunt, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. We've been discussing the blank hole comment allegedly made by the president yesterday. Um, we got the political ramifications from Erickson and Crane. Chris Camp, our news director, uh, discussed um, how we handled it here on WSB Radio um, what, what would you guys do if you were news directors? How would you have handled uh, saying it on the air, whether it was radio or television? Tim Andrews. I think that, uh, again, I fall back to the broadcasting versus cable. I would uh, avoid saying the, the word if it were broadcast because of the ramifications or whatever. And plus, mm-hmm. people don't want to hear that all morning. I don't want to hear it all morning. So yeah. I, would, I would err on the side of caution. Yami? Yeah, and I agree with Tim, too. I think that the English language is so vast, but yet we've, we simplif- we've simplified our language so much that these— cuss words have so much meaning and they have so much uh, uh, emphasis that they shouldn't have. Like, there's more creative ways. We have such, We should have bigger vocabularies is what I'm saying. And that's what I'm trying to do. Expand our vocabularies when it comes to curse words because it's not uh, usually appropriate in most, you know, civilized settings to say the curse words, uh, the blank hole word, the F word, the S word. There's a ton of bad words. What are the go-to words that you use to substitute for curse words? Another one that uh, Captain Herb taught me, this one. Son of a biscuit. That's a good <laughs> oh, one. Yes. Great one. One of, one of my go-tos. Son of a biscuit. Um, fudge sickle is is my replacement for the F word. If I ever find myself in front of mixed company like kids or or elders, and I I want to say the F word, I go fudge sickle. That's a bad idea, or something like that. I will sometimes say cheese and rice instead of using the uh, the expletive. Yes, yeah, yeah. saying JC. That's a good one. Cheese and crackers. I've heard also. Yeah, that one too. Cheese and crackers. Judas Priest. And you get the point across. If you say it with enough attitude, yeah. like, son of a biscuit. Yeah, I like that. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Alan Hunt keeps looking at the dump button. Just make sure I don't say You guys better not swear in there. <laughs> I'll come in and crack skulls. <laughs> Matt's in Stone Mountain. Uh, Matt, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? All right. My favorite one is uh, Bravo Sierra. Bravo Sierra. All right. Good one. Yeah. Do you know the do you know the whole alphabet there with all those the 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 military call? Yeah. Yeah, I used to. I'm getting kinda old at it now, but yeah, Alpha that's my Bravo that's my... Charlie Delta yeah. Delta Echo Echo Hotel. Foxtrot. Foxtrot's a good one. Yeah. Foxtrot, like... yeah. That's that that word alone you can substitute as a uh... Sure. Hey, what's up, you Foxtrot. <laughs> What's know. G, though? <laughs> gamma. Gamma, all right. Oh, maybe not. Gamma? I think so. All right. Look it up. Pete's in Locust Grove. Gamma Moto. Pete, welcome <laughs> to the program. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are y'all going? Excellent. What, what's your favorite non-curse word? My curse go-to word? expletive um, that I started around kids, now I actually say by myself, is monkey finger. That's creative. Monkey mm-hmm. finger. And it rolls off the tongue, and you can catch yourself pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's one I've never heard before. I've heard most of these. Monkey finger. Well I done, Pete. It. Well, if I had a prize pack to give you, I'd give you one. Uh, David's and Conyers. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Yes. Hello, David. Hey, how you doing? Excellent, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Trying to stay dry. Uh, what is your uh, go-to curse word when you can't use a real curse word? When I'm around my kids, uh, one of mine I like is uh, shut the front door. <laughs> that, is a, that is a very popular one. Shut yeah, the front door. Uh, my, my other one I have is um, I have a, uh, is the shiznit. The shiznit? Yeah. All yeah. right. That's a little uh, Snoop Doggy. You know we should get on here. Mm. WSB radio curse expert Jennifer Griffey's. Yeah. <laughs> she she she's has, definitely the queen of those. Yeah, we don't have enough delay button, but she she could chime in on this topic for sure. Hey, Mrs. Andrews likes to say flip. I don't give a flip. No, oh, that's that's very benign, very Bostony. Yes, we also have a clarification. So G is actually golf in the military. Not gamma. Okay, not yeah. gamma. It's golf. Uh, golf. Yeah. Gamma is the uh, the Greek alphabet. That's alphabet, right. Beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, data, theta, iota. You're in a fraternity. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sigma phi epsilon. Um, Brad's in Dallas. Georgia, not Texas. Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Excellent, brother. What's going on? 
I uh, didn't much want to uh, call and give you what my mom used to say. She used to, someone had and she'd say, well, flitter. Flitter? Uh-huh. F-L-I-T-T-E-R? Exactly. Well, flitter. Oh, all right. If, uh, That's kind of feminine. <laughs> yeah, if some, yeah, well, I don't say it, but my daughters do. Um, but my another one she used, somebody done something she didn't like, she'd call him an old heifer. Oh, that's an insult. I, I learned early yeah. on, you don't call anyone an old heifer. Bless your heart. Young heifer, you can call him, but not old heifer. Ashley Frasca, screening the calls. Can you talk to me on the air? I work with you every morning from uh, 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the WSB Traffic Center, literally the uh, backbone of the traffic team uh, in morning drive. You, on occasion, will say a bad word. You're, not, you're, you're better than Alex Williams and myself. What's your favorite? I can't even think of what your favorite non-curse word curse word is. Do you have one? I had one? to laugh earlier when Aaron said, God bless America. My mom used to do that. And so I'll say that every now and then if I get frustrated. Yeah. But normally you'll just throw the actual word oh, at me. Yeah, <laughs> just us, right. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of amazing, Frasca. You can back, back us up on this. Um, for, for a room that has one, two, three, four hot microphones, we do a lot of cussing in the morning. It's bad. It, but because that's because traffic's bad, though. Yeah, and I mean, something's always recording. Whether we're on the air, yeah. you're recording for B98, we're recording the app, or Channel 2 could be listening. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we need yeah. to get better about yeah, that. Let's, New let's, Year's resolution. Exactly right. Exactly right. Let's start learning these. Flitter. Um, what are some of the other ones we could Monkey finger. Monkey fingers. i got to write that got one down. got two Facebook posts. we got phony two-shoes from Liz and our uh, very own Jesse Brooks uh, fudge knuckles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Like, that's almost dirty. <laughs> that has a lot of implications. Yeah. <laughs> Fudge knuckles. I don't know about that. We'll one. Avoid that one. I yeah, think. that's borderline. We might have to dump that. Fudge knuckles. Uh, Doug's in Union City. Doug, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's your go-to fake curse word? I just like to say "son of a biscuit eater." Yeah, son of a well biscuit eater. That takes it a step further. Yeah. Do you know what I like about "son of a biscuit"? It's okay. it's it. If you say it, it's sharp. It's biting. It and people know what your thing is "son of a biscuit." And I also yeah. love biscuits, so it's it's a two-for-one for me. But son of a biscuit eater, that's when you really are mad at someone when you call them son of a biscuit eater. I am not a son of a biscuit eater. Your mom didn't like biscuits? No. Well, we didn't have biscuits growing up. Yeah, we you didn't know, either. In the North, you yeah. had toast or the English muffins. Bagels. The only biscuits <laughs> oh, yeah, bagels. I ever had were at KFC, which they make a fine biscuit, but they don't compare to homemade biscuits in the South, like the, yeah. So I, my, why? I, why are there no biscuits in the north? This is like this is breaking news to me as a kid that grew up in Atlanta my whole life. We, biscuits have been everywhere. For we don't have the time to let them rise. Maybe I don't know. What do you mean? It takes much longer <laughs> to make bagels. Than we gotta boil them. I don't know. We have a, a, sh- a shortage on shortening. Perhaps I don't know. All we had were, was bisquick. So if you want exactly, to, yeah. And you got those gigantic, not very good biscuits. And and like three times a year, my mom would buy the roll of biscuits, the, the Poppin' Fresh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Those we, are good, though. Those are very good. I mean, that's probably blasphemy to Southerners for me to say that the Poppin' Fresh ones are... <laughs> but I like those yeah. a lot. The flaky ones, yeah. you peel them yeah. off. You're okay with that, Radar? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're fine. Yeah. Put enough butter on them. It's not... I mean, it's not like going getting a Chick-fil-A biscuit yeah. or anything like it's that. Not, but yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty close. I, I'm just shocked that biscuits weren't around like that. Best biscuit in town right now. Beaver Creek. Tenderloin egg and cheese biscuit from Beaver Creek. Have mm. you had those, Alan? They're out on the west side near you. It's the guys that started Martin's. They broke off. Oh, man. Oh, Martin's and is some good biscuits. Martin's, but these these are even just a little better than Martin's. It's called Beaver Creek. Yeah, give them a free plug. Uh, Helga's in Lawrenceville. Helga, welcome to the program. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I'm well. I'm glad you're accepting telephone calls. And I like what the Australians use when, when they want to swear they say the bloody so-and-so. Bloody. Bloody's a good one. I don't yeah, know. You know, bloody car, bloody yeah. the kangaroo. But I myself use sugar and spice. <laughs> sugar and spice and everything nice. Helga, you been all right? I haven't heard from you a while. You, are you doing okay? Oh, I'm listening to you. You're very interesting and and um, uh, did you listen to Neil Bortz this morning explaining why the Donald did it? He said he could have been a little bit more sensitive, but um, the uh, Ted Kennedy, the hero of Chappaquiddick, started that all these years ago, giving all these countries whatever they're getting. You know, um, it's um, America cannot afford just to give and give and give and let these all these illegals stay in here. Yeah, and and, and our tax. Money goes to this while, you know, people live on the street and sure. uh, and 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 soldiers have their limbs blown off, and then we get this guy that always says give to the to the soldiers. 
that the government should support you, the- you actually summed it up better than Bortz did, Helga. Helga, uh, let me ask you a question. Your country of origin is what? Germany. Uh, Germany. Biscuits in Germany or no? What, what, no. What are you putting enough? What are you having for breakfast bread? Uh, rye bread. Rye bread and cheese and salami. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. I can and live with that. strong coffee. <laughs> Excellent. R- strong coffee, rye bread, cheese, and salami, Tim. And a beer, says Alan Hutt. Yavor. Keith, Keith's in Noonan. <laughs> Keith, what's your favorite non-curse word, curse word? I'm old school. I went back to Battlestar. Frack. Say it again. Battlestar Galactica. Frack. Frack. Frack you, Tim Andrews. Frack. Is the reboot good? The Battlestar Galactica reboot? The one from 10 years ago? Yeah. Yes, I loved it. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. I've heard good. Th- I've ne- I, see, I used to watch it as a kid. You ever heard of Battlestar Galactica? I have heard of Battlestar <laughs> Galactica. Millennial checkup. Just The one with Lauren Green, the yes! Alpo King. Yes. yes. I liked that when I was seven and eight, but the new one to me is way better. All right. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's a, uh, that might even be superior to the original. Yeah, I think but so. I just don't have the time. Ray's in Villarica. Raybone, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about you? Excellent. What's your favorite non-curse word, curse word? Well, I got this from the movie The Man, and it's uh, for crying out loud. For crying out loud. That's right. All right. What movie? Uh, the, the Man. The Man. All right. Son of a bagel eater. That's what I am. Fakakta. Is that a, is that a word I can say? What does on that the really air? mean? I don't know, but I'm not, I'm thinking what what swears my parents used. I think that's a bad word. Gakakanafanyam. Exactly, something like that. Fakakta. Give me that Fakakta remote. I used to get that a lot. Probably not something I could say in the air, but anyway. Uh, Josh and Alpharetta. <laughs> Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What up, Joshua? Now, whenever I was uh, a kid, I can always remember my dad. Anytime uh, we were turning a wrench, he was working on the car, you know, change the oil or whatever. The wrench would slip, he would say, fart sucker. Oh, that's just gross. Yep. <laughs> that gives me a bit. I'd rather you say the bad word. Yeah, no doubt. Fart? I don't know. I don't want that. All right, one segment to go. Curse words that uh, aren't curse words. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Don't forget, you can hear the Mark Aram Show 7 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday here on WSB. A lighter heart, uh, lighter look at the news is what I would say the Mark Aram Show is. We'll come back. In for Von Hessler on WSB. Final segment of The Doctrine. Mark Aram uh, proudly filling in for Eric Von Hessler. We'll be back Monday. Uh, rapid fire, to borrow the phrase from Herman Cain. Ten seconds or less, your favorite curse word, non-curse word. Don's in Mayretta. Don, welcome to the program. What do you have? Well, I guess we would have been more appropriate to say deplorable. Uh, deplorable countries, yes, uh, very much so, right? That's the little thing people say, so saying deplorables. People have it on their Twitter. Vashik's in Marietta. Vashik, what do you have? 22 years ago, back when I was in ninth grade, my history teacher said, that's Bolshevik, you fud-rucker. Bolshevik, you fud-rucker. I like that. That's not bad. That doesn't roll off the tongue, but if you practice it, here's a good one on Twitter from Alex. Sacagawea. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fantastic. Cheese and crackers. Uh, that's a very popular one. Uh, Doug Turnbull says, Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot, and Mother Puss Bucket. I've heard that one before, Mother Puss Bucket. That's a good one. Um, let's see. Someone says Obama. <laughs> uh, Fracket from Via Battle- Battlestar Galacta. Good Gravy. That's a good one. Um, what the Fertilizer. Uh, Dag Nabbit. That's one I use a lot. Dag Nabbit. That is a good one. How about O-Beans? Never heard that one. Yeah, like that's it. my dad uses that one. Oh, beans? Ah, uh, beans. Yeah. Alan Hunt, you just say that you don't have anything. Nothing. I'll censor myself. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, some great ones on my Facebook page, too. I don't have time to go through them all, but if you want to check it out uh, on Facebook, it's uh, Mark Aram WSB. Did we cover Scuttlebutt? I just got a tweet about that. Scuttlebutt? Scuttlebutt. Yeah, that's a good one. What about, we could, you know, some roads in Atlanta could be used as curse words. Scruffle-get. <laughs> Scruffle-get. road. <laughs> There's a road called scruffle Where's that at? It's it's by Scruffle Grit Road. Oh yeah, I'm ashamed. Yeah, that you I know every know. road, don't That's you? That's in Cobb County. Scuffle Grit, um, Nesbit Ferry. That'd be a good one. <laughs> I know that guy. Nesbit Ferry, get out of my way. Anyway, uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram and Instagram uh, Mark Aram, and now doing Snapchat for the kids. 
kids Jared age are doing the Snapchat thing. Mark Aram show um, is the way to go for Snapchat. Will you ban me if I uh, screen grab you? No, no. Okay, I, good, good. Not, there's nothing salacious okay. on my Snapchat. I've been, I've been on Snapchat for about six months now. You I've never fun? Been, I, I guess. No one sent me anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, you haven't gone to some of the like exclusive channels yet? Where you, I don't, uh, I don't where even you... know how to figure that out. But I was told, oh, people are going to send you nudes. I've, got, I've received zero nudes on Snapchat what? so far. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm a, Alan sent me one, but I didn't get it. I haven't blocked. Um, but anyway. What do you think right. of that, buddy? <laughs> hey, Tim and Jared, thank you so much for uh, letting me sit in on the uh, with the doctrinaires. Give Autumn my best. Yeah, thanks for coming in and helping us out. And ho- hopefully, again, Eric should be uh, all uh, good to go on Monday. Martin Luther King Day. Yes. Um, Irish Pete on the river. I missed him, but uh, we'll see him <laughs> next time. Uh, we, the, I guess what we learned today, Jared's got a new nickname. Make it stick, Tim. Radar oh, O'Reilly Yamamoto. I like it. He's a talented yes, actor. Absolutely. Um, Mark Aram Show, by the way, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday on WSB, where we try to have some fun to wrap up your day. Again, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. News, weather, and traffic with Bill Caeccio next, and then Shucky Ducky, Herman Kane. It's been fun. This is News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.